Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now that the NFL draft over and done with, and we now wait with bated breath for, you know, some better times and hopefully some games in the not-too-distant future, but there's certainly a lot to chew on when it comes to this draft. And this guy was throwing in all sorts of props. This might be the first time he's dove in every which way to the NFL draft, but hey, You got no playoff basketball, you got no playoff hockey, you got no golf to worry about, so this guy's on his toes. You hear him on the Against All Odds podcast with all the boys, Cousin Sal, Brother Bry, Parlay Kid, and of course you could check him out on Odd Shark. He's got some great content there as well. My main man, Harry Gagnon. Harry, my boy, how the hell you doing? What's happening? I'm okay out here in Arizona, JJ. How are you doing, buddy? How are you doing? Harry, we are surviving. That's the best way to look at it. We are surviving here in New York. And uh, initial take here, my friend. The Mm -hmm. NFL does something they've never done with their draft. We all were wondering what it would look like, how it would shake out. I I I don't know what your take on the matter was. For me, the NFL could not have drew up a better three days as far as orchestrating their draft from an execution, from an enjoyment standpoint. Yeah, you got some wacky, awkward Roger Goodell moments, but all in all, mm-hmm. I think the NFL did a spectacular job. I did too. I think it was great. It was fun. Uh, you know, good, yeah, Goodell had a couple incidences, but he was really relaxed. You know, uh, uh, the the, the uh, virtual hug that was a little strange and him, uh, announcing that Las Vegas was going to get the uh, draft again in 2022, but he said 2020, and he said Dallas. So uh, initially, and so that made it really confusing. But still, other than that, I think he did a great job. Uh, I mean, it's the way ESPN covered it too. I just, you know, I, I've always, I just love the group that they have. Trey Wingo's great when he announces stuff, and uh, I, I love Mel Kiper, and I just think they did a fantastic job all the way around. It was very entertaining. I watched it with a parlay kid and brother Bry on, a, you know, we had like 12 buddies watching it at once. And it was just great where like, you know, and we'll get to it or whatever, but parlay kid was thrilled because he's a cowboy fan. They did great. Brother Bry hated it. He's a Raider fan, but we were all there. We had a bunch of our old buddies. We had a blast. 
That's the way to do it. And listen, Harry, for me, it was a very stressful couple of days as the Miami Dolphins were trying to decide who the pick was going to be. And you and I went back and forth on text a bunch of different times last week, and we were in agreement. There's no way in the world the Dolphins can pass on Tua for Justin Herbert, for Andrew Thomas, for whoever it may be. Tua's ceiling, the upside, it's just too good. So it's fair to say, Harry, when that pick was released, I didn't do any spoilers on Twitter. I had the phone in the other room. I went nuts. I celebrated like my team had just won, you know, a big NCAA tournament game. Thankfully, they got the quarterback that I wanted to be leading the squad. Hey, good for you, buddy. Good for you. You deserve it. I mean, you guys, uh, the Dolphins have gone through quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, and no one's really panned out. Nobody's won games for them in the playoffs. This is the guy you had to go get. Um, uh, Herbert hasn't I mean his stats were okay they were average he had a better sophomore year than he had uh, junior and senior um he didn't go out and win games for Oregon they weren't lightning like they were uh the Oregon teams of the past and like two of I mean I don't even understand me and you were going back and forth and me and the parlay kid did too it's like we don't even understand this debate. Why would you want Herbert? Why would you want him to go from Oregon down to Miami when he got Tua already plays in the South? Do people forget a couple of years ago what Tua did in the championship game against Georgia? I mean, he takes a 16-yard sack and then throws a rifle down the, down the field for a touchdown to win the national championship game. I mean, let me see Herbert go out and win a game. i never seen him do it. Like, it was just a team effort for them to win games. I want to see Tua all over the place for the Dolphins. Dolphins got some fantastic pickups. Uh, I think they got like four possible starters in free agency. I'm telling you, buddy, if there's a season, there will be a season. There will be a season. And the Dolphins, with this new system for the playoffs, I'm telling you, the Dolphins are going to be the seventh seed in the end. Wow. So, Harry, if you don't mind me asking, because I'm sure you've already uh, dialed into a couple of these odds, if I wanted to feel frisky and have something to root for, and I wanted to take a stab at the Dolphins being a playoff team, what would I get them at, like 8-1, to 10-1, to right around there? Uh, to make the playoffs, I'm not sure, but I'll tell you what, for the division, for the division, which I'll tell you what, I'll give you this. It could be up for grabs. You can get the Dolphins at 12 to one to win the division, 12 to one. And I think that the, the Patriots are going to be way down. I still think the gents aren't going to be good. Everyone's high on the bills and I'm high on the bills too. Don't get me wrong, but still, I don't think Miami is that far off. Uh, this team did not quit on Brian Flores last year. I mean, they could have, they were what? Oh, and whatever. They went 5-4 and four to uh, close the season. They beat the Eagles, who was a playoff team. They beat the Patriots at the end of the regular season to knock the Patriots out of the number two seed and screw the rest of their season up as they lost to the Titans the week after in the playoffs. This Dolphins team finished 5-4 and four in, the, in the regular season, and I think this is going into the season. So, like I said, free agency, they finally went out and spent some money. This Dolphins team grabbing Tua. Now, I'm not saying Tua's going to start right off the bat. Of course, it's going to be Fitzpatrick, but Fitzpatrick can manage games. He can fix, he can he can handle it until Tua's ready, and I think this Dolphins team can be the seventh seed, maybe even the sixth in the AFC. That's good. Harry, from your lips to God's ears, my friend, that would be as good as it gets. That is something that kind of keeps me moving, keeps me going. Now, let's get to one of the big winners in this draft. I'm curious to see if we're on the same page with this. There are certain teams that know how to draft. We see it year after year. The Baltimore Ravens are one of those teams. And again, I look at them getting Patrick Queen out of LSU. Uh, I think he's going to be, you know, a double-digit sack guy for Baltimore. And to see J.K. Dobbins fall into their lap and they get J.K. Dobbins Mm -hmm. to eventually take the torch from Ingram a year from now, two years from now, and now, 
you know, you're kind of looking at that two-headed monster running back. Once again, another example of the Ravens getting it when it comes to nailing a draft. It's funny. I'm, 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 I just uh, earlier I was writing my article for Hot Shark about who were the winners and losers uh, for the past uh, draft and just nailed it exactly in terms of fell into their lap. J.K. Dobbins fell into the lap of the Baltimore Ravens, and I think he's going to have a, somewhat this coming season, but like you said, in years to come, he's going to make some of these teams pay that didn't go after him and grab him earlier. I mean, he had 2,000 yards from scrimmage last year uh, for the Buckeyes. He had 22 touchdowns. That's way, that's more than uh, Ezekiel Elliott had in 2015, his last season with the Buckeyes. And Elliott went fourth overall to the Cowboys. And also the Ravens, even later in this, in, in this draft, uh, JJ, they grabbed Devin Duvray from Texas, a speedster. I, I had Texas a lot last year. I followed them plenty. He's a stud. He's going to be uh, helping the Ravens out in uh, Lamar Jackson's plenty next year. Okay, Harry, looking ahead, it looks like clear-cut Kansas City and Baltimore are hands down, in my opinion, the two best teams in the AFC. And you can make the argument maybe they're the two best teams in all football. If there's going to be anybody to challenge those two, I mean, we are looking ways and ways ahead. But, you know, offseason is basically complete. Free agency is done. The draft is now done. Is there a team you would pinpoint that maybe could get on the level of KC and the Ravens? In the AFC, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to make a case here. I'm going to make a case, a little one, for the Cleveland Browns. Whoa. Bull words right there. Bull words. Here we go. Hear me out on this. The old on the Cleveland Browns is eight and a half. Eight and a half this season. Uh, To win the division, they're plus 400. I think that's pretty high. That's good value considering – I mean, obviously they're in there with the Ravens, who are a minus two hundred favorite to win the division. But at, at four to one to win the division, eight and a half wins for the Browns. They had an excellent draft. There's no more excuses left for quit, uh, quarterback Baker Mayfield after the Browns took offensive lineman Jedrick Wills from Alabama with a ten pick off overall. The Browns also drafted safety Grant Delpit from LSU. Uh, who was regarded going into the 2018 season as possibly the best defensive defensive player in the not just the SEC, not just the safety, but in college football. He had a little down season last year, so that's why he went in the second round. But it was a, still a nice pick for the Browns, and the Browns also in free agency went after Jack Conklin, uh, paid him 42 million dollars from Tennessee. It's another guy to help protect for Mayfield, and they grabbed Austin Hooper, gave him the biggest contract. Now he's uh, for a tight end ever, four years, 44 million dollars. So he's got weapons on the outside. Mayfield does. He's got Hooper as a tight end. He's got an offensive line. They got some. They built up some their defense. Look out for the Browns were decent last year. Look out for the Browns late, especially late last year. So look out for the Browns this year. Maybe an outside shot for the Cleveland Browns. We got Harry Gagnon from the Against All Odds podcast. Check him out on Odd Shark. And Harry, I'm going to exclude Tampa Bay from the winners mm-hmm. category because look, anytime you had Tom Brady, Gronk, and get the two golden golfers plus Tristan Wirfs. They're in a category by themselves. So let's exclude Tampa for a minute. And mm-hmm. again, you came on this show. You nailed the idea that Tom Brady was going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So I hope you cashed in on that. But Tampa aside, find me the most improved team that you see in the other conference. Who, in your opinion, has had the best offseason in the NFC? Well, you know, I got to say that uh, being a Giants fan uh, and, and after – 
uh, seeing what they did in the draft. I mean, you know, uh, Andrew Thomas, it's, it's tough. You know, I'm not going to say that that's a bad pick. I'm going to say, you know, taking, going and debating offensive linemen are very difficult. So hard to figure out. So I'm not going to say the giants didn't do anything there, but I, but I think that's still a solid pick, but being a giants fan and knowing what Dallas has done, um, and what Dallas did in this draft, uh, I think Dallas was, uh, this is the best draft that Dallas Cowboys has have ever had that I can recall. I don't know about you, but it's the best. I mean, for, for that, let me tell you something too. When me and, Brother Bry were going back and forth because it was great. There were uh, this year because of uh, the way everything's worked out. There were so many. I mean, you know, there were so many prop bets, so many bets available in this draft. And more than there was in-game wagering, you know, in-draft in wagering in the draft for the for betting. It was amazing. So when after like seven picks and there still hasn't been a tight uh, wide receiver selected, JJ, see D Lamb was minus three hundred to be the first wide receiver taken. And you probably figure, well, that's probably uh, the Jets might take him at 11, uh, but he's definitely going to go 12 to the Raiders. And he slips to 17. Dallas gets CeeDee Lamb at 17, which was amazing, I think. And and he had three he's, last three seasons, 3,200 yards, 32 touchdowns for Oklahoma. Came up big in big games. I think in the Big 12 championship games, he had 100, last two years, 157 yards, 173 yards. And then they get, uh, in the in the second round, they get Trayvon Diggs. Uh, Stefan Diggs, the brother, uh, cornerback, uh, who was supposed to be a first rounder, uh, went late in the, later, middle to late in the second round for Dallas. Great job by the Cowboys. I mean, uh, they got they got a they got a linebacker out of Utah who uh, I really thought uh, Brandon I who was really good. Um, I, I was I did a lot of stuff in writing for the uh, Mountain West Conference, so I followed Utah too, being out here on the West Coast, and they got to steal that with that guy in the fifth round. So. Unfortunately, as a Giants fan, I got to say Dallas looks really good heading into the season. Can't disagree. And listen, now and ever for a Cowboy team that says goodbye to the Clapper, they have a competent head coach. They mm-hmm. take a little bit of a step back on defense. But my goodness, that offense with Cooper and Zeke and Gallup, and now you had CeeDee Lamb. I mean, they're going to put up a boatload of points. Now, Harry, on the flip side, to me, hands down, clear cut, the biggest loser in this draft has got to be the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers were in the NFC title game last year, but they overachieved in many ways. They really did. They were not a 13-3 right. and three type of team. They got smoked in both matchups against the San Francisco 49ers. Got totally dominated in those games. Now, they go and take a quarterback who they trade up to go get, and then they take a running back when they have not taken a wide receiver to put alongside Devontae Adams, and they're not exactly putting a team on paper that is getting better for the 2020 season. Forget about Aaron Rodgers' feelings. Forget about how ticked off he's going to be. Bottom line is this. Harry, they didn't help themselves as far as being a championship contender as far as I'm concerned. Not at all. And before we even get to uh, the quarterback situation, like you mentioned, AJ, they grabbed the running back out of Boston College, AJ Dillon, who played a lot last year, hurt. Uh, you know, he had a great season the year before, but he was hurt a lot last year. So that's interesting, uh, considering Aaron Jones. But uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, yeah, you go out and get love. What I mean, Aaron Rodgers still has, what, four or five years left? You know, I mean, maybe even more. And what good is taking love there uh, to have him just sit there? I mean, it, they, yeah, they were oh, they overachieved last year. You're right, Green Bay, and a lot of it was because of Rodgers and what he did to win games and pull games out. Um, 
just doesn't make any sense this day. You know, I don't know what LaFleur was thinking. Um, they didn't help themselves one bit, Green Bay. You're right, and teams can now double and triple team Devontae Adams because there's nobody on the other side. And not even that Jimmy Graham did anything special last year, but they dumped him too. They uh, Bears grabbed him in free agency, so they don't even have really a tight end to stand out for that team, you know. But the team that I think that did the worst – uh, well, first, the Raiders did pretty bad, too, in my opinion. I think they, they didn't grab the right wide receiver. They grabbed Henry, Henry Ruggs. I know everyone made a big deal about the 4.27 uh, combined speed in the 40, but he only had 38 receptions last year overall for uh, for Alabama. And I'm just wondering about if he knows uh, in terms of his route running and everything. I think they should have grabbed Jerry Judy there. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when they grabbed uh, cornerback Damon Arnett out of Ohio State, uh, with number 19, uh, with the number 19. I mean, okay, your guy, I get it. I understand. But you could have traded down to get him. Nobody was getting him, especially with, uh, you know, Jacksonville at 20 is not going to make that. They're not going to make something stupid like that. They're going to take a solid defensive player who was predicted in mocks to be in the top top 15, top 20, top 25. So you can forget about Jacksonville. At 21, you know Philadelphia's going to take a wide receiver, and Minnesota wanted to probably take one, too, at 22. So why wouldn't you trade down? Why would you take Arnett there? You could have got something and still got your guy. I totally agree. I can't fight you on that. I think the Raiders are a team that drafts to a certain style of player. And listen, going with Henry Ruggs over those other two receivers, not the way I would have handled it. I want to ask you about Jalen Hurts. He goes in the second round. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were surprised where he ended up. Do you think Jalen Hurts, Harry, ends up in Philadelphia because they're worried about Carson Wentz? Or is it far more the idea of they want a Taysom Hill type of player and Jalen Hurts is going to be somebody they think that can, dare I say, change and maybe in some ways revolutionize their offense? What are they thinking here? That's a good good question. You know, I think maybe that's the case because I just don't think overall that Jalen Hurts is a – NFL type of quarterback. I don't not in the least. From watching him in college, Harry, he's not. I don't care what yeah, teams I mean, he played on. I don't care how many games he won. Right. The throws he missed were just not up to par for what I need at the next level. I'm sorry. You watch a lot of college football. There was never a point where I watched Jalen Hurts and said, wow, this guy's going to be a star in the NFL. No way. Yeah, even at Alabama, it was the same thing. I mean, they had such good players, and they recruited so well. They had the best players around, so he didn't have to make throws. I mean, Alabama quarterbacks a lot of times don't have to. And I, I think this is going to be a situation where maybe, yeah, maybe Jalen Hurts, they, they run a wildcat, and he's in there, and he takes off running because he did have 1,200 yards last year for Oklahoma. But uh, the situation where he's not going to be able to make throws, and I think I just think the Eagles, again, like I just mentioned the Raiders, but I think the Eagles were the worst team in the draft overall. I mean, I think them taking Jalen Rieger, the wide receiver uh, out of TCU, uh, when you had a chance to take Justin Jefferson, who's six feet three, uh, who's had 2,400 yards and 24 touchdowns the last two years for uh, LSU. He's got great hands. And Rieger's 5'11". Now, granted, TCU doesn't have good quarterbacks, but this Rieger still only had one 100-yard game in the last 15 games. Uh, the Eagles, uh, you know, with Deshaun Jackson and uh, Alshon Jeffrey in the 30s, and they, don't, they can't, they can't, both guys haven't played full seasons in years. Um, they Eagles had uh, no-name receivers at the end of the season. They were so banged up. I think Justin Jefferson was the guy that should have went and got, and they didn't get him when they had the chance to take a Jalen Rieger, who no one no one heard of and no one had him going in the first round. I just don't understand. I just don't understand the Eagles. 
Okay, Harry, let's get to the Patriots. I, for one, was not the least bit surprised they didn't take a quarterback. I think all along they've had their sights set on taking a quarterback next year. Now, I don't think they're going to tank to a point where they're the worst team in the league. I don't know if they're finding their way to Trevor Lawrence, but did you expect New England to be a team taking a quarterback last week? No, you know what? I didn't think I didn't think they were going to take a quarterback last week, JJ. But I did think that maybe in free agency they would go after somebody. I would think that like Belichick would have thought that maybe he could resurrect Cam Newton's career, have him come in, run that offense. I mean, well, Harry, he's the favorite now. I don't know if you saw that. He's the favorite now to go to the Patriots. I think it's like yeah, minus one ninety at some sports books. Yeah, I mean, it's just, but I mean, is that what's going to happen? I mean, I've, everything that I've, I've been reading, though, I think he thinks that just Stidham and Hoyer, I think, I mean, it, that's possible, but I mean, definitely possible. Stidham and Hoyer are the situation that I think that the the, the two that are going to be there at the start of the season, I think they're just the sacrificial lamb, those two, that maybe kind of tanked. I mean, the, the first round, the first pick uh, was a, a safety out of Lenore Ryan. Uh, Kyle Duger, they picked a couple tight ends, which they need to get uh, because they had nobody at, at tight end last year. But I think this team is going to be bad next year. I just don't. But you look at their wide receivers. You look at their wide receiver core. Edelman's like 34, and after that, Nikhil Harry was bad last year. He looked very heavy uh, coming out of Arizona State. Everyone expected a lot from him. Jacoby Myers, uh, he didn't finish out the season that well last year. Muhammad Sanu's injured all the time. I mean. They did get your boy Sean Riley out of Syracuse, though, right? I mean, they do have that, but... Uh, oh, there's your but, answer. Uh, oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But other than that, no, but uh, honestly, joking aside, but I just don't think they... I think they tank, and I think maybe they if they tank bad enough... Not tank, but if they don't... If they can make a, some sort of kind of deal to try to figure out to get uh, Trevor Lawrence next year... That might be the situation for the Patriots moving forward where they just give up a season. I don't know. I think they will end up with a quarterback. I don't think they'll be over 500. I don't think they end up with Trevor Lawrence. So listen, for the AFC East sake, let's all hope if you're a Jet fan, a Bills fan, and a Dolphin fan, that they're not going to find their way to Trevor Lawrence. All right, Harry Gagnon from the Against All Odds podcast. And of course, check him out on Odd Shark. Final one before we get you out of here. I want you to take your fandom out of this for a minute. So forget about the teams you root for and the rivalries you may have. But you're watching in the last dance, Jordan and Isaiah, and these guys just absolutely hate each other. And Jordan can't stand the sight and the thought of Isaiah Thomas in any way. So in all your years of watching sports, uh, Harry, who is your favorite individual rivalry uh, between two players? And take your teams out of it. Like, which one... Mm. Out of any of them, stands out the most to you. Boy, you know, take you're telling me to take it out. So I'm like, so now I can't go. Uh, so I guess I can't go. Phil Sims versus Troy Aikman. Then I guess no, I got to take that one out. You're a Giant fan. I it's know, out. No I good. Know. That's rough. That's, no good. That's, that's the thing that I just. Uh, oh boy, let me see. Uh, got to got to throw out Syracuse. Got to throw out. Uh, let's see, boy. Um, hmm. Rivalry. Um. Maybe if we go, uh, you use any sport, right? Any sport, any sport. Boy, maybe, maybe uh, in terms of, I would have to say maybe even golf. Tiger versus Phil. You can give that? me Tiger, Phil, and will you be into Tiger, that Phil? Memorial Day weekend? Sure, why not? What else? And I'll blindly bet Phil and Brady. That's a guarantee. I bet Phil the last time, Harry. There's no way I'm going against my boy if that's the event. No way, no how. I'm all in on Phil. Let's just hope it's a little better than that Vegas thing because they couldn't. Those two, those two couldn't make a putt to save their lives that day. 
No, you ain't kidding. They were, not, they were not ready to go. Hopefully, we get a little bit better performance then. What are we expecting out of Tom and Peyton on the golf course? See, that will be fun to watch because, listen, they're, you know, all-time greats when it comes to playing quarterback. I don't know what their golf game looks like. Oh, it'll be, I don't either, but you know what? Peyton, you know, Peyton Man is great. He's funny as he's funny as can be, these commercials, the stuff that he does. I, I, it'll be a blast, you know, and I, but, and, and just talking. It'll be fun to see, and we'll have that at least, too. But also, uh, JJ, I'm really hoping we get golf going, too. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I can't wait. Like, as of right now, the Masters is supposed to be played in uh, November. I mean, it, it, it'll be cool. It'll be cold there in the morning. It'll be interesting to see how the players take it. The drama will be just drenched all over the place. And you got, you'll got have Phil. You'll have, uh, you'll have Tiger there. And it will just be, uh, if that's what we have that, that down the road, that would be fantastic because I can miss golf so much. I miss watching every week and checking stats and, and seeing who's on top of the leaderboard, the FedEx points. And I just hoping we have the Masters because and then golf soon because we need it, man. It's, it's the greatest thing, and we need it. That's all. Harry, love you, bro. Appreciate a couple minutes. Good to catch up. I'm glad you and the family are doing well. I'm glad everybody is safe. Hopefully we can do this sometime soon where we actually have something to look forward to. At the very least, we'll catch up right before Tiger and Phil and Peyton and Tom, and we'll have like 10,000 props to have some fun with. So uh, until then, my friend, you stay safe, all right? You too, pal. Thanks again, always. Thanks. Take care, bud. There you have it, the great Harry Gagnon from the Against All Odds podcast. Check him out over at Odd Shark. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.